More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Did everybody know that this year was the last U.S. Open for the dictator of golf, the head of the USJ, the CEO of the USJ, Mike Davis? Did everybody know that? Of course you did. If you didn't, you certainly knew after watching the U.S. Open because it was the Mike Davis farewell tour. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? Seriously. I mean, they interview him on NBC. They, you know, gush over this. I mean, talk about gushing. Oh, everybody that worked with you over the years. And I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. Seriously. I have to admit the last two, because you know I'm not a big fan of the USJ. I'm just, and mostly it's been because of Mike Davis, to be honest with you. And well, it's a couple of things: Mike Davis and all the things that he screwed up. And I got a long list, so I'll go into that. But uh, also the fact that the USJ just can't seem to bring it upon themselves to give out free tickets to the military first responders, and all of the people that do so many great things for all of us as Americans, okay? That, that's, that's really where my biggest problem is with them. But, but not just that. The fact that they have just always screwed up something at the U.S. Open. Now, this last, the last two U.S. Opens were better. No doubt about that. I'll give them that. Uh, and that's probably because Mike Davis hasn't been as involved. Of course, remember he did say that if he screwed up again after screwing up Shinnecock and then he screwed up, uh, what was the, the, the next one where the golf course was all screwed up? 
Uh, and then they go back to Shinnecock, and then he he, he screws it up again this this last time a couple years ago, uh, you know, and and you know come up with all these excuses, you know, the humidity change, the weather change, the this, the that. Remember how burnt out the golf course? He got lucky, by the way, at at uh, at, at Shinnecock the last time because it rained on Wednesday. But uh, anyway. He he said that would be it for him, and and he he did step a little aside. Uh, you know, a lot of people are crediting uh, Jason Gore, who's the the PGA, uh, you know, former PGA Tour player, and uh, Jason Gore's a good guy. He, he became a, a liaison with the with the USGA, and and things got a lot better. And John Bodenheimer uh, is, is, I guess, the guy that's now running the the tournament. But they gave Mike Davis all the credit. Yeah, 31 years with the USJ. Uh, you know, you, you you set up all these golf courses. You, uh, you know, did this, did that. Of course, Dan Hicks did point out that there have been a few things that didn't quite uh, quite go right. But anyway, anyway, the whole thing just just gushing over Mike. They, they did the the special on him, the you know video tribute, the interview. The like, geez, Louise. I mean, is this? I mean, seriously. You know what? What kind of a of a CEO does that? I mean, give me an example of that. You know, I mean, I, I just you know that where they just make it like about themselves. Where 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 does where 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 does that happen? I mean, it's just unbelievable to me. Now, I will say this: the U the U.S. Open was good. It was a great leaderboard. I mean, when you come down on, on uh, you know, and I've said this a lot of times about the, the Masters. I said, this is why the Masters is so great. But when you come down on Sunday and you got nine holes to go and you got Bryson DeChambeau, you got Rory McIlroy, you got Brooks Kepka, you got John Rahm, you got Colin Morikawa, Louis Oosthuizen, Xander Shoffley. I mean, that's pretty strong. That's uh, I I I gotta I give them give them credit for that. That's a that's what I'm talking about. Now, uh, you know that's what it should that should be the goal all the time. Not not like we want them to shoot a certain score. I saw Mike Davis talking about how oh yeah we, you know Saturday we want it to be moving day so we set it up for moving day. You know they, 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 like manipulating the the whole thing. And trying to manipulate a certain score, trying to manipulate a certain situation, this is what they've done for years and years and years. Hopefully things will change with this uh, this clown, this Mike Davis, uh, m- moving on uh, to uh, bigger and brighter things and whatever. And, um, they're, you know, they're going in a new direction. But, I mean, I, I tell you what, I, I was watching this on TV, and I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, seriously? I mean, seriously? Are you... Are you you kidding me? And there there was a few things that just flat got me. I mean, they just flat got me. First off, let's 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 be honest about the record, okay? And I understand, you know, okay, maybe it's tough. Well, if it's so tough, how come Kerry Haig at the PGA of America? How come he never screws up any of the golf courses? How come Augusta National doesn't get screwed up? How come they don't screw up the open? Why is it always the USJ that gets screwed up? 
Why, why, why is it always the U.S. Open that gets screwed up? If it's so hard, you know, you know, we try to push the envelope, and sometimes, you know, it, it goes a little too far. Why, 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 why does that happen? You're never going to get a pat on the shoulder if you get 71 out of 72 hole locations right. <laughs> so just remember that, and 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 that's been, you know, frankly, that's the challenge of the men's and women's U.S. Open is that we set it up closer to the edge than any other event out there. So it's easier to cross over that edge and, and have things not quite go right to where well-executed shots aren't rewarded. I at least like this year, they, the greens didn't turn all brown. You know, Of course, that's a little tougher to do with the marine layer, but they did put some put some water on the greens and it, it you know, it, it, I, why does a green have to be brown to be a U.S. Open? Really? I mean, why is that, why is that something that they, they like so, so much? Uh, th- this was a better U.S. Open. You know, the winning score was reasonable. I like the fact that you made birdies. I like the fact that they, you know, there, there were scores out there to be had, but yes, there was also, you know, doubles and triples and it was hard and you had volatility in the scoring. And you know what? That's what you have like at Augusta. And what did you have? You had a leaderboard that was like you have at Augusta with all those great players that, that I that I named. That's the way it should be. That's what they should be shooting for. Not trying to get a certain score to win a tournament, but to get a great championship. That should be the goal. But it hasn't, you know, it, it, it hasn't been that way with Mike Davis in charge. But, you know, the last couple of years have been better because I think his guy's kind of moved over. Now he's going to be gone, and they should be, like, uh, you know, running running home free. Hopefully they're going to give tickets to the military. That's going to be the big change I want to see happen now that this guy's gone. That's going to be my big thing. You know, I mean, come on, seriously. You you. you you know, for years they would they would like say, "Oh, you can if you're in the military and you show your ID, we'll give you one ticket to the practice round." Like, really? I mean, what? what well, you know, I understand this is a COVID year. You could only have so many tickets out there, so many people out there. Why? 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 Why can't they make that change? That's that's a big beef I've got with them. Anyway, I got there was some stuff about this U.S. Open that. Uh, you know, as for as many accolades as that, and I'll give them. I'll throw a couple of bouquets at them. I'll do that. But for as many as as were thrown at this Mike Davis guy, oh my God, jeez. Well, let me let me bring you back to to reality about this guy's uh, this guy's record. You know, and things like like the, you know, they they, they want it, they give him crap. I was I was reading this this deal and and uh, you know he might. This is a Stu Francis, who's the USGA president. He says he's you know Mike Davis has done this. Mike Davis has done that. Uh, Mike Davis is you know he's helped us get all these great golf courses and lining up, assembled a strong leadership team and modernize the 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 game and the time of modernizing the rules. Modernize the rules. And they screwed up the the anchoring rule. That's a big one. They screwed that up. You know, the guys are not, they got that arm lock. Somebody else is going to have to deal with that. He never really dealt with the golf ball situation uh, and how far the ball is, is being hit, whether it's the ball, the club, or whatever. He never really dealt with that. Uh, you know, they give him credit for picking, uh, you know, public golf courses. Well, I mean, 
Torrey Pines was great. Pebble Beach is, is great. Get that. But, I mean, that didn't work out so good at Chambers Bay, and they ruined the greens there. Uh, you know, they were playing on dirt. That was awful. Aaron Hills didn't work out so good. I mean, that you know, it's a nice place, but they set up the golf course terrible. That was a mistake. I mean, what did Kepka shoot there? Like eighteen hundred U.S. Open. I mean, that was awful. I mean, let's be let's let, let's let's tell it like it is here. You know, how many times are you gonna are you gonna screw this this thing up? I mean, that, you know, my, you know what? Another one of my big things with that. Uh, how about the the all these these rulings all the time? Like you know that that I'm still irked at the whole Dustin Johnson thing when they penalized him at Oakmont and you know he, he went out there and you know the that was awful. I mean you know and, and he overcame it. You know got I got to give him give him you know incredible credit for that. But you know just messing up this and messing up that. And how about the how about the uh the you know it's just like it's like one thing right after another i mean but but how about the flyover at the end of the tournament here this week at the uh tory pines at the at the uh us open when he gets up there to announce okay, we're gonna honor the you know city of san diego or something with a flyover i mean like what and and when they waited 25 i mean like really i mean why wouldn't you just, that guy's such an idiot. I mean, why wouldn't you just go on with your talk, your written speech? Like, really, seriously, you're the CEO of a company. Like, CEO of a company. You've been the CEO for 31 years. And you have to write out, like literally, write out on a piece of paper in front of you, and look at it. You have to have a note card. You got to read the notes of what of what you're going to say next after 31 years. I mean, that, that's pathetic. I mean, seriously, pathetic. I mean, first off, tell me somebody who's ever given a speech that was any good that used note cards. And by the way, how long are you talking for at a at a trophy presentation? Thank the city of uh, San Diego. Uh, thank the, the grounds crew at, at Torrey Pines. Uh, thank all the volunteers. Uh, you know, how about thanking the people in your organization that have done all the work? Okay. Uh, you know, and, 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 and that's it. What, 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 what else is there to do? You know, uh, you, you just, you know, congratulate John Rahm. Give him his trophy. Let's hear him talk. We don't want to hear you talk. A waste of time. That's all it is. Waste of time. Anyway, there was a few things that just got me uh, that, that I thought were just classic. But I'm going to get into those uh, next. Uh, get your uh, free instructional videos to improve your golf game at HaneyUniversity.com. Make sure you go there and do that whenever you get a chance. They are right there. All you got to do is register. HaneyUniversity.com. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. 
when I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, so I talked about the flyover. Uh, that was a, a that was a not good. I, I I can't resist pointing out this stuff. You know, uh, I was on Twitter. I saw about the the. Did you? I don't know if you go. You know, if you go on Twitter. One thing, follow me on Twitter. Uh, Hank Haney on Twitter, but uh, on Twitter I was looking through, and they were t- these guys were posting pictures of the beer lines. Seriously, how long have they been running a golf tournament? They know how many people are coming to the tournament. I, you know, there's a formula that says if you've got ten thousand people attending your tournament, you're going to sell this many beers on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. This is what you're going to do, okay? And how many tents do we need to sell those beers? The lines were like, like, like there was a hundred and something people, 200 people. I don't know how many people. Like the line was so long. Was like, I don't even drink. I mean, but it would drive me nuts. I mean, what if you want a beer? They can't figure out how to put a, how, how many beer tents they need. I'll tell you one other thing they can't figure out, because I, I went to U.S. Opens for years and years and years. Every U.S. Open I went to, every one, they never had enough portalettes. That's one of my favorite. They never had enough portalettes. How can you not figure out? 
I mean, isn't isn't there like after all these years of doing it, like okay, hey, you know, first off, how, how much money do they make at these tournaments? They make millions and millions of dollars. This subsidizes the whole USJ. How much does it cost to rent a portalette for a week? Seriously, what's a portalette rental for a week? I don't know. Was it a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, whatever? You're renting a lot of it. Probably give you a discount, a couple hundred bucks. I don't know. $400. I don't know. What difference does it make? You're making millions and millions and millions of dollars on these on this tournament. You can't come up with a portalette count that's accurate. You can't come up with a beer count, a beer. How many beer tents do we need? You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't schedule a flyover and time it with your talk. You can't talk without a note card at a, at a presentation speech when you John Rom one. What do you got to remind yourself of that on a note card? Thank the golf course. You got to remind yourself to thank the golf course. I mean, you can't remember that. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my God. Unbelievable. Just in, in, absolutely, absolutely incredible. Just absolutely incredible. All right. Uh, get your voodoo pain relief cream and I, at voodoopainrelief.com for aches and pains, arthritis, back, hip, knee, elbow, whatever it is. Sore muscles, voodoopainrelief.com is where you get your free two-week supply right there. All right, I got more on my list. I got a, I got some really good stuff uh, to talk about here that I uh, haven't got to yet. Well, uh, I'm on the USJ right now, and the goodbye to the Mike Davis, the dictator of golf. Oh, my God. Good to see him go. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You know what? I, when I was talking about making something about you, did you catch what this guy did, this Mike Davis, the dictator of golf, who's retiring from the USJ after 31 years? First off, he did all these interviews, you know, and everybody you know, telling him how great he is. Okay. Then they got the Stu Francis, the president of the USJ gets up there and he's got a, you know, John Rahm just won the U S open. I don't want to hear in a trophy presentation about Mike Davis retiring and how great he's been. Cause first off, he hasn't been great. The, the money that the organization has raised, uh, you know, and the memberships they have are so far down. He hasn't done a great job. They, they, you know, they signed that Fox deal. He made a bunch of money off that. Davis did, and then they now they got NBC had to come back in to bail that thing out. The coverage was so much better, by the way, uh, this year. I mean, Tommy Roy's the best with NBC, and the whole NBC crew is good. But they, so anyway, don't 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 don't. John Rahm's the 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 winner. Let, let's I want to hear from John Rahm. Give him his trophy. Give him his trophy. Don't 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 spend a minute. Don't spend a half a minute. Don't spend twenty seconds talking about Mike Davis. Well, I don't care about Mike Davis. Nobody cares about Mike Davis. It, you know, it, everything's. Why is it all about Mike Davis? You know, did you see what he did? They have in the uh, uh, tournament when they when they're after the cut. If they've got an odd number, they have somebody go out and play. It's called a marker, and he goes out and plays just to you know, I guess, make sure the guy's not cheating or something. Okay, keeps his score. So they go out and play. And on Saturday, Jason Gore was the marker. He was the marker on Sunday, too, because they had like 71 guys make the cut or whatever. So they need a marker because they don't, you know, they're, they're, they put them off in twosomes. I mean, why you don't just have one threesome is beyond me. But anyway, I guess they don't want to slow a play. So they, you know, have a threesome out first. But anyway, okay, so they have twosomes. And the, but there's only one guy, so they need another guy. So they put Jason Gore, who's a former PGA Tour player and, you know, winner on the PGA Tour. And, and he works for the USJ now. So he's going to go out and be the marker. He plays with the guy. And, uh, you know, that's, that, that's fine. You know, they do the same thing at, at Augusta with the Masters. Okay, but so what does he do? He has, he has Mike Davis goes in caddies form for Jason Gore. What, for what reason? Why, why is he out there? Why is Mike Davis out there? Why is he caddying? I mean, that's just, that's just, the guy's a CEO. He's the stupid, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Okay. He's out there, out there caddying. Okay, then he then then the next thing he does, okay, this is another great one. 
then he goes and he he announces this is this he announces the last group like Bob Ford okay who's who's one of the all-time great club professionals he's been the club professional for ever at Oakmont Country Club and host of the US Open and at uh you know in, in Pennsylvania uh he's he's been the head pro at uh Seminole at Seminole down Florida, the iconic course. So Bob Ford's one of the greatest PGA professionals ever. I mean, head pro at Seminole, head pro at Oakmont. And he won the Bobby Jones Award for the USJ. So anyway, Bob Ford it, it announces all the players on the first tee, the, the tee times. That's what he's done for the last few years. And he's, you know, he's really good at it, you know, and it's just a, you know, and he's a He's an iconic figure in, in golf. Bob Ford is. And, and you know, it's nice. And so so what does Mike Davis come and do? He comes to announce the last group that tees off. He's, he announces the last group. Why? Well, what, what is this like? Let, let me let you, I'll let you cut the last green. You're, it's your last year. I'll let you, uh, you want to water a green? Uh, you know, you want to, what do you want to do? You want to set a T marker? You want to cut the, cut a, a cup in the hole? I mean, what, what, what is it? What is this? Are we going to do, do everything? I thought you're the CEO anyways. Why are you out there caddying? Why are you out there announcing on the first tee? Why, why, what are you doing? What, what is that all about? That is just so weird. I thought so weird. Anyway, you know, it was a good US Open though. But, you know, there was one major, major screw-up. I thought it was major. You know what it was? Those pins. They had those bouncy pins. You see that shot John Rahm hit on uh, Sunday? I mean, uh, not John Rahm, Brooks Kepka. Kepka hits this shot, and it's a perfect pitch shot. It's, it's going in the hole, and it hits those rejector pins. I call them the rejector pins. These are these hard pins that when the ball hits it, it pops right out. It, it will never go in. Uh, you, you, you know, if it's not going in on the last absolute roll, it'll hit the pin and bounce out. Now, these are the same guys that came up with the rule that's saying you can keep the pin in. Now, they, they come up with the rule to keep the pin in. Rather than deciding to say, hey, this wasn't a good idea, which I think it's a good idea to have the pin in. I like it. I mean, it speeds up play. It really does on, a, on an amateur level basis. And, you know, it's I'm used to it. I like the pin in. But they come up with a rule to leave the pin in, and then they change the pins. See, the USJ has always used the uh, thinner fiberglass. They got a lot of give to them pins that make it easier for you if you hit it to, for the ball to go in or for you to if you hit a chip shot if you hit a long pot if you whatever it, it'll hit the pin and it'll go in now they come back this year they'd go out there with those pins that that bounce the ball right off of it it happened like four times on saturday on the telecast four shots that would have gone in but hit the pin and bounce out. why do they have to do that why why see that they, they can't help themselves you beautifully described what, what to me is one of the wonderful attributes of golf. Hopefully when this guy is gone, none of this crap will happen when this Mike Davis is gone. That was the one thing. I don't know. You know, some people know. My, my man, uh, uh, Kenny John, noticed because I, I saw him on Twitter talking about it all the time. 
Kenny John from Atlanta, he was talking about it all the time. I mean, it's just it's they 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 just can't help themselves. Even when they get it right, they just got to screw something up. That's the USJ. But maybe 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 when this guy's gone and he's done his whole farewell tour, he did his uh he caddied he announced on the 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 tee. I don't know. He probably watered a couple greens, uh, cut a couple fairways, uh, mowed a green. I don't know what he did. But when this Mike Davis is gone, and he's gone now, when he's gone, hopefully things are gonna get better and continue to get because these last two U.S. Opens were pretty good. But I I do not get the pins. I hope they go back to the old pins. It's just they can't help themselves. That's just the way they are. Anyway, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Hank Haney. Email your questions or comments to hankhaneygolf at outlook.com. Uh, hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app. Get your podcast every day and uh, get your free stuff. HaneyUniversity.com for my instructional videos and VoodooPainRelief.com for my free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on the Hank Kenny Podcast. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.